Greetings, family. Wasn't that Our an encouraging message? For the tech technical glitch, um, just uh, you know, we do uh, try and beam from 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 home, but uh, we we thank God that we are back 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 online. I just want to greet you all in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and I thank you for taking time to be with us, for taking time to uh, join join us. Uh, before we start, I just want to ask that um, uh, or inform you that we are going to be having Holy Com Communion at the end of the service, so I'd encourage you just to bring uh, uh, bread. Let, let, let's, let's break bread at the end of the, the, the service. Uh, get bread, get, get wine, get, get, um, get uh, 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 juice, and let us, let us, let us break, break uh, bread. And by wine, I'm meaning non-alcoholic wine. Amen. But before we start, family, let us let us just uh, 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 pray. Let's just pray for for those that are in in essential services, service, our nurses, our doctors, our soldiers, um, our police. Father, we let's bow our head. Father, we come before you this morning. My God, we give all the glory. My God, we give all the honor. Father, we just pray for protection for all of those our, of our brothers and sisters who are in essential services, our doctors, our nurses, um, our police, our soldiers, and everyone, Father, that we haven't mentioned. Father, protect them. Father, also take this moment to pray for all of those that are lying in hospital or recovering at home. Father, we pray that, Father, you'll bring immediate healing to them. Heal them in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. Family, um, today, right across the world, we are celebrating a holiday. Um, many countries have declared this a public ho holiday. Many countries have declared this a Christian holiday, whatever uh, each country call calls it, whatever the nations call, call it. But as Christians, this is a very important day in our walk with God. This is a very important day in, in the life of Christ, Christianity. And we as believers need to remember this day for what it really is, family. This day is the day that Jesus hung on the cross for our sins. This, this day is, is the day that he who had no sin took sin. He who was, who was blameless, he who no one could find fault with, took our fault. He who had no sin uh, uh, took our sins so that we could be the righteousness of God. There was no other way that we could become the righteousness of God, but only through this day, only through Jesus going to the cross. On this day, it pleased the Father to bruise Jesus so that the Father could reconcile us with him through Jesus Christ. On this day, Jesus took the wrath of God. On this day, Jesus took our punishment. On this day, Jesus took all condemnation so that we could never be condemned again. On this day, family, he took punishment so that we could never be punished again. On this day, he cried out aloud, Father, Father, why have you forsaken me so that we could never be uh, uh, separated from from the father that is why we celebrate this day we are so excited about this day because this is the day that jesus went and died for us on the cross family it's it's my second time sharing with you um, uh, through the, 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 the camera i must say family i miss you in pretoria and i just want to thank all, all of those that are out there that are listening to us for the first time or the second time family it may look easy on that side let me assure you it is not easy but glory to God we are still standing amen this is the day and the question is why did this all happen that's why the Talmud message is why the cross 
On this day, fam family, Jesus allowed the worst humiliation any human being could ever allow. But Jesus had the power, he had the authority to stop it. On this day, Jesus allowed them to strip him naked. On this day, Jesus allowed him to beat him, to flog him, to lash him. On this day, Jesus allowed them to spit on him, to mock him. Jesus could have stopped this. But why did Jesus allow this? Why did Jesus allow this? There are many times Jesus could have stopped them. One of those times is the, is the night before he was crucified. One of those times is the night before he was crucified where he had an opportunity. Peter sees an opportunity to, to, to stop this. He takes a sword. I don't know where he got that sword from, but he took a sword and cut off the ear of a soldier that had come to, of, of one of the soldiers that had come to arrest Jesus. And Jesus said to him, do you think I cannot call my father? And, and will he not at once put at my disposal more than 12 legions of angels to come and deal with this matter? Family, in the Bible it says, one angel walked one night and killed 185,000 soldiers. And here is Jesus saying, I can ask the Father, a legion in those days, in the Roman army, it was close to 6,000 people. It was close to 6,000 soldiers. So when Jesus says, can I not ask God? Do you think I cannot ask, ask God? He means, do you think I cannot ask God to bring down 72,000 angels? And if one angel can kill 185,000 Soldiers, how many can 72,000 kill? But Jesus did not allow that. He did not call to, to God. Why? Family, Jesus allowed this out of love. Jesus allowed this out of love. Why the cross? The cross reminds us of God's love for us. The cross reminds us of God's love for us. Jesus says, I lay down my life and I pick it up. He could have picked it up. He could have laid, you know, he allowed them. He said, I lay down my life. I have authority to lay down. I have authority to pick it up. But he allowed the soldiers out of love. The cross represents love. Someone is already wanting to say, oh, love again. Let me just ask you this, this question. When your daughter says to you, I love you, do you say, I've had enough about love? When your spouse or your, or, or, or your partner says to you, I love you, do you say, shut up, I've had enough of your love for me? Family, it's very important that in these times we keep hearing about how much God loves us. How much God loves you. This day is so important because on this day, Jesus demonstrated how much love he has for us. On this day, Jesus demonstrated, the, the Bible says in the book of John, John chapter 4, verse 9 to 10, it says, 
God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Glory to Jesus. This is real, 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 real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as the sacrifice to take away our sins. John 15 verse 13 says, there is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friend. That's why we're celebrating this this day. First John chapter 3 verse 16 says, this is how we know what love is. Jesus laid down his life for us. Family, this day was declared in the Garden of Eden. This day was declared in the Garden of Eden. This day did not take God by surprise. This day did not take Jesus by surprise. This day was declared in the Garden of Eden. After Adam and Eve had fallen, God came down and Jesus was there. God in, 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 God in, in the Son was there. God in the Holy Spirit was, was there. And God said, I will cause hostility between you, speaking to, to the serpent, speaking to, to, to the devil. He's saying, I will, he says, I will cause hostility between you and the woman and between you and your offspring and, and her offspring. Her offspring will strike your head and you will strike his heel. This day was declared. This day, so in other words, fam, 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 family, God loved us so much that even when we fell on that day in the Garden of Eden, he declared a solution. Someone says this took God by su surprise. I'm saying to, to you, First Peter verse uh, 1, uh, uh, 20 says, Jesus was chosen before the creation. He was chosen to be the ransom. He was chosen to be the sacrifice before the creation. So before God says, let us, let darkness separate from light, God already knew that this day was coming because this day is a demonstration of God's love. Before God could say, let us make men in our image, and that on its own is a demonstration of how much God loves us. He did not want to make us in any other form, in any other image, but he wanted to make us in his image. This day is a display of God's love for us. This day is a display of God's love for us. Now, someone may be asking, what does it mean? What, what is it about this, this love? Already, fam family, you can hear that before the foundations of the earth, before the creation of the earth, God already knew how much he was going to love us, how much he was going to care for us. And he declared he chose his son well before he formed the world. Family, God's love for us even today, God's love for us is everlasting. He loved us before the creation. He loved Abraham. He loved Enoch. He loved Moses. He loved David. He loved his son Jesus. 
God loves you. This day, family, needs to remind us during these difficult moments that God loves us. This day needs to remind us that God cares for us. His love is everlasting. He loved you last night before you went to bed. He loved you this morning when you woke up. He loves you now as I speak. He, may, he loves you tomorrow. He loved you before Corona came. He loves you in Corona. He loves you beyond Corona. He loves you until eternity. That is why the Bible says, no eye, no ear, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined what the Lord has prepared for those that love him. So God loved us before the beginning of time. God loves us eternally. He's prepared things for us because he loves you. God loves you, child of God. His love is eternal for you. God cares for you. God loves you. Say, God loves me. Number two, God's love for you is unconditional. God's love for you is unconditional. God's love for you doesn't depend on what you've done or what you haven't done. God loves you. God cares for you, and his love is unconditional. He says in the book of John, John 1, verse, uh, uh, chapter 4, verse nine, 19, he loved, we love because he first loved us. God did not wait for us to love him before he loved us. He did not respond to us. That is why the Bible says, while we were sinners, while we were sinners, God demonstrated his love for us. He did not wait for us to be, uh, to, to be perfect. He did not wait to us to draw nearer to him. He did not wait for us to look up to him. But while we were in our sin, God loved us. While we were humiliating Jesus, while we were crucifying him, while we were spitting at him, while we were making fun of him, he, hung, he hangs on the cross and says, Father, out of love, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. God loves you. Listener, it's not about what you do. It's got nothing to do with what you do. His love is everlasting, and his love is conditional. Secondly, it's not about what is happening around you. You know, very often a share price will respond to what's happening around. God does not respond like a share price. Sometimes people will love you because of the things that you are doing around you or around them. But God did not love you because of what is happening around you. In the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 54 verse 10, the Bible says, Though the mountains be shaken, hear this. Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken. Glory to Jesus. Can I hear an amen for me? Uh, can you hear an amen for God there? Yet my unfallen, unfailing love will not be shaken for you. Nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord, who has compassion 
on you. Though things may happen around you, though things may happen around you, God's love for you is not dependent on that. God's love is not shaken by what's happening around. Yes, we may be going through difficult times. Yes, there may be corona. Yes, there may be poverty. Yes, there may be sickness. Yes, there, there may be all sorts of things. But God's love for you is not dependent on that. God loves you. God's love for you is unshaken. God's love for you child of God, is unshaken. Yes, we are going through tough times. Yes, it's not easy. But let me just reassure you that God still loves you. God's love for you isn't dependent on what you've done. God's love for you isn't dependent on what you haven't done. God's love for you isn't dependent on what is happening around you. God's love for you is genuine love from God. It's unconditional. It's everlasting. You know, God is, his name is love. First John chapter 4 verse 8, God is love. He says in, in the book of Malachi, Malachi chapter 3 verse 6, I change not. What God was as referred to love in the beginning of time is the same today. He's the same tomorrow. He'll be the same tomorrow. He'll be the same forever. His love never changes. As I draw to a, to a close, I just want to share with you two reasons. Because already some, someone is saying, Pastor, okay, I hear you. You're talking about God's love, God's love being unconditional, God's love being, 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 being everlasting. But what does that mean to me? What, what, what does knowing that mean to me? I just want to share with you two points. Number one, knowing that God, God loves you means you can rely on his love. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 4, verse 16, we know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in his love. Another version says, as we know and rely on the love God has for us. Family, knowing that God loves you, enables you to rely and trust on God. If someone loves you, and I mentioned in one of the earlier verses, that this is what real love is. When someone loves you, they care so much for you. When someone, when someone loves you, they wish the best for you. That is why he's got plans not to harm you, but to prosper you. When someone loves you, they want to protect you. Family, as we go through this difficult time, as we go through these challenging moments, let us rely and trust in the love that God has for us. The Bible in the book of Psalm 33, 18 says, But the Lord watches over those who fear him, those who rely on his unfailing love. 
those who rely on his unfailing love. So if I know that God loves me, if I know that God is looking out for all those that are, that are, that, 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 that are, are banking, that are relying, that are trusting on his unfailing love, I know I am covered. I know I am protected. I know he's there for me. Family, this is what differentiates believers from non-believers. We can learn a lesson from Jesus on this very day. Before his last breath, he said, Father, into your hands I entrust my spirit. Into your hands I give my spirit. Jesus said this knowing that the Father loves him. Knowing that his, his spirit is in the right hands. Child of the living God, your soul, your body, yourself is in the right hands. God loves you. Believer, God loves you. Listener, God loves you. Despite what is happening, I quoted Isaiah 54 verse 10, that anything can happen. You know, uh, 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 the, 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 in the book of Romans chapter 8, he says, uh, 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 Paul says, nothing will separate us from the love of God. Nothing will separate us. No angel, no, 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 no principality, no, 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 no. No uh, 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 power shall separate us. No death, no height shall separate us from the love of God. No what is, what is happening now or what is to come shall separate us from the love of God. So rely on that, child of God. God loves you. Number two, number two as I come to a close. Family, you will defeat the enemy by the bold word of your testimony. Revelation chapter 12 verse 11 says, And they overcame him, the enemy, by the bold, by the blood of the Lamb. By the blood of the Lamb. This is the blood that was shed on this day. We are overcoming Corona through this day. We are overcoming challenges through this day. We are overcoming difficulty through this precious blood. Through this priceless blood that was shed on the day. Through this blood that is not the blood of oxen or goat. But it is the precious blood of God himself. Through this blood, we will overcome the enemy. Through this blood, we will have victory. Through this blood, we will be more than con conquerors. Not only are we going to overcome corona through the blood that was shed, but we are going to overcome corona by the word of our testimony. That's what Revelation 12 verse 11 says. By the blood they overcame, by the blood... And by the testimony, by the word of their testimony, family, what, I, what bold words are coming out of your mouth during this time? Because those words are what you are going to overcome every situation, whether it be corona, whether it be challenges, you are going to overcome them through the word of your testimony. What are you testing? 
What, what, what are you witnessing? What are, what are you letting out of your mouth as witness? A witness is someone that confirms what they've seen. A witness is someone that confirms what they've heard. A witness is someone that confirms what they've smelled or read. May this day be our testimony. May this day be a reminder of what happened on the cross. May this day be a reminder of us that by our word, we will conquer Corona. By our word, we are victorious. <laughs> I'm reminded of David. David conquered Goliath by what he testified with his mouth. He testified that the God that delivered me from the paws of the lion, from the paw of the bear, shall deliver me from you. What are you testifying? What is your testimony in this season? I want to encourage you that find good testimony during the season. And one of those good testimony is that Jesus loves me. Jesus died on the cross for me. Jesus was 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 lashed and one of those lashes as it came to his body it had the name corona so by jesus stripes you are healed by jesus stripes aids you are healed of aids by jesus stripes you are healed of cancer by jesus christ you are you are, you are healed of poverty if there's such a word you are healed you are healed he became poor so that through his poverty, we could, be, we could be rich. Not just rich financially, but rich in all aspects. Today, once we were dead spiritually, once we were deep in sin, but out of his love, he made us alive in Christ. Family, this is our message. What is your testimony? David used testimony to bring down Goliath. Let me say to you, today you will bring down whatever enemy by your testimony. I just want to encourage you to make sure that you speak the right things. Let me just take, take a moment as well to say in as much as we are trusting in God to take us through, to protect us through corona, to cover us through co co corona. Let us not be foolish in our behavior. Let us, be not, let us not be foolish in our behavior. What is the testimony that you are putting out in social media? Are you putting out fake news? Because you'll be judged by whatever word you let out. Whether be it forwarding uh, a false news to someone else. What are you letting out? Say to your child, child of God, your testimony should be, God loves me. God cares for me. God's love for me is everlasting. God's love for me is unconditional. I don't have to be perfect before God. Uh, responds with his love. Thank you, family. Before we, we close, I did say that we are going to have
Holy Communion. I just want to take this mo moment to uh, give you time just to find bread, um, just to also get uh, uh, a juice, um, and then come and, come and join us. Um, we are going to be sharing this. We are doing this in remembrance of this day in particular. We are doing this in remembrance that our sins were washed away on this day. We are doing this in remembrance of that we are more than conquerors. Let's turn our Bibles to the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 26, verse 26. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to the disciples, and said, Take it, take it, this is my body. Let's just lift up the bread which resembles Jesus' body. This was God in the sun. This was the invisible image of God on earth. Let us lift this up, and this is what brought healing. By his stripes we are healed. When this body of Jesus Christ was lashed, we were healed. Let's just pray. Father, we thank you for your body that was lashed, that was flogged. Through your flogging, through your body being flogged, my God, we received healing. We are healed of corona. We are healed of any disease. We are healed in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. Hallelujah. Then let's go to verse 26, 27 of chapter 26, Matthew. Then he took the cup and gave thanks. And gave it to them, saying, drink from it, all of you. For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sin. Let's lift up the cup. This cup represents the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross. The blood of Jesus that was taken to the mercy seat in heaven to say, Father, their sins are forgiven. This blood washes all sin, all sin of the past, all sin of the future, all sin of the now. By his blood we are forgiven all sin. Let's just pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this new covenant that we have in the blood of Jesus. This new covenant replaces the old covenant. And this new cov covenant speaks of grace. This new cov covenant speaks of our sins being forgiven. Father, we thank you that today we no longer have to make sacrifices because Jesus was the last sacrifice. And we are not going to be uh, judged as believers. We thank you, God. We give you all the glory. We give all the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Family, I don't want to end this service without giving an opportunity to someone that hasn't received Jesus as their Lord and Savior. 
to someone that has maybe backslidden. And actually, family, this is a good time because you're not before people. You could be in your room. You could be in your kitchen. You could be in your office. You could be anywhere. But this is a, an opportunity for you to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. In the book of John, John chap chapter 1, verse 11 to 12, the Bible says, He came so that he came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. His own did not re receive him. That is why his own took him to the cross. Yet to all who received him, to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. You cannot become a child of God. You cannot call yourself a child of God if you have not believed in Jesus Christ, if not, if you have not accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. I just want to extend this opportunity to you in the comfort of your place, whether you are driving wherever you are. Let's take this opportunity. You may be in a hospital. Let's take this opportunity. Let's give this opportunity to you. This is the best decision, eternal decision you'll ever make. I just want to ask you now just to lift up your hand wherever you, you are and say this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, I am a new creation. Today, the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I allow you to come and be a part of me. Holy Spirit, come and transform me. Holy Spirit, come and make me to conform into the image of Christ. Father, I thank you. I give you all the glory. I give you all the honor. In Jesus' most precious name. Let me tell you, child of God, you've made the best decision to have ever been made. The angels in heaven are rejoicing that the one who was headed for hell has now come in to heaven and will receive eternal life the things that are spoke about in terms of no eye no ear no mind has thought has had has seen these are the things that god has in store for you thank you give glory to god and family Thank you for joining us. See us again on Sunday. And once again, we apologize for the late start. We just give glory to, to God. I just want to take the, this opportunity as well to thank the guys that are behind the scenes, to thank the guys that just made it happen. We don't have the manuals. We don't have anything, but you guys have made it happen. Lonza, thank you, son. Sake, Seth, everyone that is, that is here. Everyone, I just want to thank you guys for everything that you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. Wasn't that an encouraging message? Make sure to join us again on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. as we continue to celebrate Easter. Wasn't that an encouraging